Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. Hey, hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad that you are here and you've taken time to listen. This week, we are going to be talking about ways to support our immune system. We are now in that time of year where colds and flu germs are everywhere, and it seems like most everyone has a sniffle or a cough. Our family has already been hit with sickness twice this season, which is really what inspired me to put some of these thoughts together of just some of the things we do. We don't do all of these every single time, but some of the things that we do to help support our immune system. There is no way to 100% guarantee that we won't get sick. I wish that there were, especially after the last two weeks. I really wish that there were, but there are a few things we can do to support our body's own defense and hopefully reduce the chance of getting sick and then to help lessen the duration and severity of the illness when we do get sick. So the first one is pretty obvious, and that is to wash your hands. Honestly, even though, yeah, it is obvious, we just overlook it a lot. I used to work in a hospital that shall remain unnamed. And one of the things that we would measure is hand washing practices. And you would actually be appalled at how low that score would be sometimes. We just get in a hurry and don't think about all the surfaces we're touching before we eat or before we touch our mouth or our nose. And so it is just so important this time of year for us to take a minute and actually be intentional about making sure that we are washing our hands, especially if we're touching a lot of surfaces, if we're about to eat or if we're around people that we know have been sick. Also, just a side note here, but this is a reminder, studies have shown that using regular soap and water that's just as effective at removing germs as antibacterial soap and has the added benefit of not killing the good bacteria on your skin. Be careful of some of the hand sanitizers as well. A lot of them contain some pretty harsh and possibly harmful ingredients. They can be harmful to our endocrine system. So we want to be careful about that. I have a few favorite hand sanitizers that we keep on hand just for convenience sake. And I will list those in the show notes. Okay. Number two, take a quality multivitamin. I know I've said that before, but it's so common for us to have nutrient gaps this time of year. Most of us find ourselves gravitating towards warmer, more comforting type foods, rather than more salads and fruits and vegetables and things that we might be more drawn to in the warmer months. So while we need to make sure that we're getting the majority of our nutrients from our food, it's still not a bad idea to add a quality multivitamin in there just to help fill in any of those nutrient gaps. And it's just going to help your body to function better. My third tip, and this is really where I'm going to spend the majority of the time today, and that is to take immune boosting supplements. So this is something in addition to your regular multivitamin. These are nutrients that can give your immune system a little extra boost. Let me just give a little disclaimer here that if you're taking prescription medications, it's always a good idea to check with your doctor before you add something new into your daily regimen. The first one is elderberry. 
You can get it in a syrup. You can get it in a gummy. Either way, it's a powerhouse supplement. It's been shown to not only help defend your body against illness, but also help your body to heal more quickly when you do get sick. Like I said, there's several different ways. There's great brands out there of syrup you can buy and gummies you can buy, or there's tons of recipes you can make your own at home. It's way cheaper and you make more at one time. Whichever one of those, whether it's convenience or budget, whichever one is more important to you, there's an option there. But you follow the recommended daily dosage for prevention. And then when you are sick, you can actually increase that dosage, which will help to alleviate the some of the symptoms and then also just to speed up the healing process. The second is vitamin D. It's so vital to just overall health, not just the immune system. If you are deficient, you should get tested to see if you are. A lot of us are. But if you're deficient, you may need to take an additional vitamin D supplement not just a multivitamin. Usually there's not enough in a multivitamin for someone who is deficient to be able to build those stores up. Now, if you live in a warmer climate, the best way to increase your vitamin D levels is with safe sun exposure. You can use an app like the D-Minder app I've mentioned here before, and that helps you to get the vitamin D exposure you need, but to do so safely to make sure that you are not going to get a sunburn or you're not going to be causing damage to your skin. But vitamin D overall, it is just a vital nutrient, vital hormone for our health, for so many different functions in the body. But as we're talking about immune system today, vitamin D is super important. Vitamin C is the next. It's commonly known for its immune boosting properties. It's also known by the name absorbic acid or sodium ascorbate, which is basically um, vitamin C that's cut with baking soda. So it's not quite as tart. If you've ever taken vitamin C, you know, it's very tart. And so that sodium ascorbate is an option where it's not quite so difficult to take. But these can be taken during cold and flu season for prevention. And then this is another one where you can up your dosage during times of illness to shorten duration and severity. For dosing, it's a little more individualized. So you definitely want to start with the recommended dosage on the package. And then when you're sick, your tolerance level actually goes up. Your, your body is able to handle more. And so you can increase a tiny bit until you reach your personal tolerance level. You'll know that you've hit that because your belly will actually start gurgling. And so when you've hit that, that's the maximum amount that you can take at a time. The next I want to talk about is zinc. It's a mineral that a lot of us are deficient in. It's very beneficial to the body. It helps support the immune system. It acts as an anti-inflammatory and it helps promote growth and repair in the body. So super important for this time of year when we're trying to up our defenses for our immune system, but then also for that repair and healing when we do get sick. And then lastly, when talking about supplements and immune boosters, probiotics, you guys know I'm a huge fan of probiotics. I'm a huge advocate for having good gut health, which in turn promotes good overall health. If you remember when we talked about gut health, most of the cells that make up your immune system are housed in your gut. So if you have poor gut health, you will have poor immune system health. So 
definitely want to make sure that you're taking probiotics. That's something you do regularly, especially during cold and flu season. If you're feeling a little overwhelmed by that list and just thinking, wow, that's a lot of supplements to take on a regular basis, I totally get that. And there are great brands out there that have a combo of several of those ingredients in them. Mary Ruth Organics Immunity Gummies are a great option. I'll put a link for those in my show notes. Moving on, let's talk about a few home remedies that you can do when you start to feel sick. Detox baths are one of my absolute favorite ways. They help to alleviate symptoms. They help with relaxation and better sleep, but they also just help your body to detox. And when you're sick, your body can use some support in getting all those toxins out. Soaking in a detox bath for 20 plus minutes, usually the longer the better, 30, 40 minutes would be optimal there if you can handle it, can help promote healing and to shorten the duration of your sickness. And it's just going to, like I said, alleviate some of your symptoms, especially if you have aches and just, you know, the normal kind of cold and flu body aches, sore throat, all that stuff. It just helps alleviate some of those symptoms. And then the magnesium in the Epsom salt will help relax your body and help you sleep better. Just make sure that you're drinking plenty of water while you're in the detox bath. And then you drink quite a bit when you get out to help really flush those toxins out. The next home remedy I want to talk about is apple cider vinegar. It is kind of trendy right now for all of its numerous health benefits. Studies have shown that apple cider vinegar has antimicrobial properties, which means that it can kill bacteria and viruses that make you sick. And it's also anti-inflammatory. So not only can it help kill the harmful bugs, it can help our bodies recover more quickly and reduce some of the symptoms of being sick. There are several ways to administer apple cider vinegar, but a couple of my favorites are to one, dilute the apple cider vinegar one-to-one with water. So maybe a tablespoon of water, tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, and then gargle that. That's especially helpful if you're having a sore throat or feel like you have some gunk in your throat. This is so helpful for that. It helps to really cut through the mucus that's kind of getting built up back there on your larynx, and it just helps to soothe the soreness. Also, You can make a drink like a fire cider drink with hot water, apple cider vinegar, honey, ginger, and cinnamon. And again, that just kind of does the same thing as far as helping to cut through some of that mucus buildup to soothe the swollen glands and the sore throat. I'm actually drinking one right now as I'm recording this. Okay, next, this one's kind of gross, but it's so helpful. Mixing honey and garlic. They are both strong antimicrobials and anti-inflammatories. And I'm not, I'm not going to try to sugarcoat this. It's gross. It tastes horrible. But when you're really sick and desperate, you just don't really care. You just want to feel better. And so when you start to feel like you're getting sick, you can take a spoonful of honey. Manuka honey has the most healing properties mixed with a minced clove of garlic. I did this last year when I had the flu And I really feel like it helped to shorten the duration of how long I was sick. I was only down with the flu about three days versus the usual five to seven days that most people are down when they have the flu. Lastly, you know, I have to mention bone broth. You guys know that I love bone broth and just how beneficial it is to your gut health and rebuilding the intestinal wall. 
which only helps to support your overall immune system. I think it's a great idea to drink a cup of bone broth regularly throughout the winter or at the very least cook with it. I like to do that a lot. Switch out cooking with regular chicken stock and cook with bone broth instead. It makes for such a warm, comforting drink when you're sick, especially if you get a GI bug and you just can't really tolerate food yet. Bone broth is the way to go. All right, my last tip for today is to sleep and hydrate. Again, this one is common sense, yet so often we just don't do it. When you start to feel like you're getting sick, take as much off of your schedule as possible and rest. I know it's not always possible, and honestly, it's not something we always want to do. Sometimes we just want to push through and feel like we're getting all the things done that we need to. But if you can get some quality sleep in the beginning stages of getting sick, it's going to help your body defend itself much more quickly and make the duration that you're sick much shorter. I know a lot of times we don't want to miss work or whatever social events we have and we want to just push, but when we push our bodies and we're trying to just manage the symptoms, which by the way, those symptoms are your body's way of fighting the sickness and its way of communicating to you to slow down, we end up making it so much harder on ourselves, not to mention we end up exposing all those other people we're around to the germs we have. I know it's not always possible to just cancel everything and stay home, but as much as it is possible for you, do that. It is worth it. Okay, I lied. One more. This is a bonus tip. Be mindful of your sugar intake. I know that it is so difficult this time of year because there's sweets everywhere you go. And, you know, I'm sure there's absolutely no correlation from the amount of sweets and candy and sugar this time of year and the increase in sickness this time of year. No, can't be a connection at all. Obviously, I'm not saying that you shouldn't eat any sugar, but I just want to remind you to be mindful because excess glucose in the body will feed the bad bacteria you're hoping to get rid of as well as raise your inflammation levels, which is just going to make you feel worse. So if you're hoping to avoid sickness or you're already sick, just be mindful of how much sugar you're having. And hopefully this goes without saying, but please just listen to your body. If you feel like you need to see your doctor, or if you feel like your symptoms are just continuing to get worse instead of better, please go see your doctor. Please don't try to diagnose and treat yourself. All right, with that, I'm going to wrap up for today. I'm going to put a link to all the things that I mentioned, all the supplements and vitamins and things that I mentioned in today's show notes. The easiest way to access the show notes is by going to yourhealthforward.com slash HF podcast slash zero two zero. Or you can click the link in my Instagram or Facebook bio. Just search for the handle Your Health Forward, and then just click on the HF podcast show notes button. Guys, thanks so much for spending part of your day here with me. I hope that you have a great rest of the week and I will see you back here next time. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.